Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you. So you can see, I can give you more. There are plenty. You can go and do your Bible study and dig them out. But what I have established, in the matter of two or three witnesses, I've given you more than that. It is an established fact that the degree to which you walk in the wisdom and the word of God would determine your longevity. It is not that God has ordained a particular day and time. You know, and, and that's human tradition. It is true God has a part to play with it. But you have a part to play with it. Finally, let's now look at the two or three conditions that guarantee this long life. Me, Olubi Johnson, who's talking to you? I would have died years ago. I'm talking about years. You know, I was crying when my mom died. I didn't cry much, you know, of course. You know, like I was telling Sister Sarah, on our way home after watch night service, ah, I said, I'm missing mommy. Because normally she would have called me. Bitly, oh, Sarah. <laughs> I missed it, you know. But she's in a better place. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not weeping. But one of the reasons why I cried was I know the sacrifices my mother made to give us a good life when I was young. And those, you see, my dad did very well too, but my dad only built on the foundation my mom laid. If my mom had not laid the foundation, my dad would have had nothing to work on. She gave us a good education. I went to Corona, then I went to Adrawa International School. We lived in Ikoi. I lived a very good life. My mother, exposure, you know, films, cartoons, all the things I know today. It was my mom. My mom bought the television. When I remember when we, we were still in Surulere before we moved to Ikoi. You know, the day they brought the television, all the neighbors came out to our... The whole street. Because people have never seen television before. <laughs> but it was my house. Flintstones, Thunderbirds, you know, all these, they, were, they all exposed me and changed my thinking. But I cried because my brother died. My immediate senior, junior brother. That's Larissa's dad. My other brother too, God has had mercy on and still having mercy on him. The only difference with me was I became my life to Christ. If I didn't become a Christian, when I became a Christian, I became a Christian 20. I graduated at 19 by the grace of God, very brilliant, by the grace of the mercy of God. You know, looking back now, you know, got a first class, you know, Went on youth call. Oh my God. The things I did. If it was not the mercy and the grace of God. I would have died. I would have died. We would ride Harley Davidson. From Ecom to Calabar. Motorbike. True story. 
Not once, not twice. I won't tell you the rest. All I'll just say is, if boys did it, we did it. That's enough. But you know, God kept me. Because it's on my heart. And he had been, he had been, he had been chasing me from form three in secondary school. I wouldn't listen. Then I came to UI. You know, I, you know, like put me next to a Christian. I almost gave my life to Christ. I bought it. You know, I, I can imagine God saying, "Get this boy, get this boy." Thank God I listened. Thank God. I would have died and gone to hell. At 19, I was smoking. 17, 18. Packets. Then I got born again. And God took the cigarette. Pew, miraculously. Took away the girls. Took away the fire. The drink. I wasn't, I wasn't much of a drinker, but I used to drink a little. You know? And all, that, all the rubbish and nonsense. God was looking at me. He was looking at my mother. What will happen to this mother, if anything, if, to this woman, if anything happens to this boy? That's the God we serve. Give another super clap offering. God is a good God. I would have died. They would have forgotten I even came. And my mother would not have lasted. I'm sure about that. Because she literally sacrificed her life for us. She was a very pretty woman and very well connected in Lagos. Mommy Dupe will tell you. Very well connected. She could have remarried, chased after her new home and career, and they would have just pushed us to one side. My dad too remarried. So we would have just been, you know, this kind of children where nobody is even... That would have been our story. But my mother didn't do that. A clap offering for my mom. She remarried later. But by that time, we were, I was already in university. We were well established and everything. So it was okay. And she did it for companionship, which I, I, I fully agreed with. You know? And I thank God she had a little bit of happiness. You know? So I was happy for that. But you see, if, 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 if she didn't make those sacrifices, I wouldn't be who I am today. Even the Bible, I understand. The knowledge and the, and the wisdom and the education. I would not have had that exposure to understand the Bible. So, if you want to live long in the definition of the Bible, number one commandment, honor your biological and spiritual parents. Ephesians chapter 6. Honor, everybody, let's turn to it. It's not enough for me to quote it. Ephesians chapter 6. How many people want to live long? You know, so many people are already aborting their lives and their destinies by the way, the attitude they have towards their parents. Both biological and spiritual. You cannot go foul if in your heart you keep cursing the man of God. Or despising them. You know what the Bible says? It says, Not them which are over you in the Lord. He said, And esteem them highly. Not for their personality's sake. For their work's sake. 
Because God knows this Bible. That if you do it, it will guarantee your long life. You don't do it, it will affect it. No matter how much you try and pray. You see, because you see, they are saying that there are principles in the word of God. When you rebel and you have a wrong attitude towards your parents, you are telling God what you are going to do to God himself. Am I talking to anybody here? If you are still awake, give me a clap of a wave offering. And then turn it into a clap offering for the Lord. Some people are sleeping. This is not the kind of message you... This is the first Sunday of the year. I am laying the foundation for 2023. You will live long. And you will declare the glory of God. You will not be cut short. You will not be cut short in the middle of your days. There's another scripture. I see somewhere in Proverbs chapter 17. Talked about the wicked. He said they will not live out half their days. It will not be your portion in Jesus' name. Ephesians chapter 6. Am I talking to anybody here? Ephesians chapter 6. Where are you? Yeah, there you go. Honor thy father and thy mother. I want everybody to open their mouth. Everybody stand up, stand up, stand up. I I know what I'm doing. I may believe I have the Holy Ghost. Except for the elderly or the infirm. If you're elderly and infirm, no. People like me, you can keep it. But rest. Stand up. You know why? I want to get your attention. I don't want you to be sleeping when you read the scripture. So your head will be correct. In Yoruba, Because of its great... People do not know how important this truth is. Everybody, let us read it together. Honor thy father and thy mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and that thou mayest live long upon the earth. Now sit down. If you dishonor your father or your mother, Biological and spiritual. Not only will it not be well with you. Someone say, are you cursing me? Mm-mm. I'm just telling you what the Bible says. You will not live long. God, God is wise. He knows what he, that's why he tied it. He tied that commandment to a promise. If there is one thing God cannot stick, it is rebellion. And dishonoring of your parents. I don't say if they are good or bad. He says, honor your father and your mother. It's the first foundation. Both spiritual and biological. And I learned that lesson early when I was young. My mom and her sisters... This is Biobako of Blessed Memory and uh, Professor Dutola of Blessed Memory. They're all dead now, you know. They were so worried about me. They thought that somebody was doing me. <laughs> you know the Yorubas, you know. 
They were really worried. No, seriously. You know, so they came to Ibadan to come and take me. They had to lie to me. They said my grandmother was sick. This is 1981, 82. My grandmother was still alive. My maternal grandmother, that's my mommy's mommy. And I was very attached to her emotionally because she was a wonderful woman. So I, I said, okay, let's go. They put me inside the car. Mrs. Biobaku sat here. Professor Dutola sat here. They put me in the middle. My mother was in front. We get to Lagos. We're not going to Bangoshe. Before I know it, we're in Luth. In Iyaba. In Zule. You know, my auntie was a professor in Luth. Using her influence and everything. Before I know it, they take me out of the car, put me inside one room, lock the door. True story. One young, I'm sure, looking back, I think it was a house officer or something. So one young doctor, I was older than him anyway, came in and started clacking me. And what's wrong with you? You know, what are you feeling? So I got the gist. So I said to him, I said, I'm an SU. You know what SU is? I'm a Christian. So my parents think my head has, I said, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm perfectly normal. He asked me a few questions. I answered his questions. I said, I'm fine. I said, they just do out of anxiety and all of that. So they couldn't keep me. Then I called my dad. My dad was very angry. But I said, why should my mommy do such a thing? You know, I didn't tell her. I said, so anyway, quite a long story short. I was discharged the next day because there was nothing. <laughs> I remember want to join Jesus' club and Paul's club. All of us, they said we were mad. They said Jesus was mad. They said Paul was mad. And they said Olubi was mad. So, welcome to the club. <laughs> Are you listening to me? So, I come back to, I was furious. Angry. The Holy Ghost spoke to me. Honor your father. He said, your mommy did what she thought was best. It was wrong. But her motive was pure. She's trying to save her son. Who she has invested her life in. Call her. There was no mobile phone in those days. So I had to go to maintenance. I remember, remember me. It's like a set, it's like dinosaurs ago. That's the only way you could call Lagos. To make it, and you queue up. You know how many people are there? There are about two or three or four boots. Anyway, so I, I called my mom. You know, I said, Mommy, this is Olubi. I said, Mommy, I didn't like what you did. I said, But I know the reason you did it. And it's okay. And I said, You know, I don't want you to worry anymore. There's nothing wrong with me. My, I'm fine. And in a few years' time, you will see what I'm talking about. And everything is going to be okay. And you know, my mom is a very lovely woman. She, you know what she said? She said, I said, okay, okay. Since you said so, I won't, won't do anything. I said, don't worry. I'll be fine. I'm not, you know, I'm not throwing my life away. I'm serving God. God will bless me. And you will see. It. And she did in her lifetime. To the glory of God. Same thing with my dad. Everybody was so worried. 
you know, save it with Boju spirits. Professor, Dr. Oyemade and Professor Ms. Oyemade, who's still alive, you know, they, they sent her to, they, she came to physics department through Professor Odi and said, there is one, that Boju is following there, that Olupi, he's going to save George. He said, you know, and Olupi is doing well, so he, he will talk to him, he will talk to him. So Mr. Imadi came to see me. So I said, I said, don't worry about Koju. He's going to be fine. And Koju is fine today. Give the Lord a clap of it. Our God is a good God. Are you listening to me? So, honoring your father. So, my dad, my God told me, said, don't dishonor your mother. And I won't go to Lagos again. I won't see them. God said, don't do that. Oh. Don't dishonor your mother. Honor her. She's trying to do her best. And with time, you know, they, they began to see God was behind us. And God blessed us and used us to bless them. So, you know, this is a very important thing. Number two, we're going to close in a minute. Walk in love to God and man. Not only to God, but also man. And this is what we see in Psalm 91, verses 9 through 16. Because of time, I won't read everything. But it says that because he has made me his habitation, he said, therefore will I deliver him. He said, because he has set his love upon me, with long life I will satisfy him. The condition for long life is walking in love to God and to man. Daily prayer for more humility, meekness, six hourly prayers to Walk in love towards God and men. Effectual fervent prayer in the spirit one to three hours daily. In between frequent tongues. Am I talking to anybody here? Don't worry, we're going to close in a minute. So you will be, this part is very important. It was added this morning by the Holy Spirit to me. The other part I had written it a few days ago. So you will be led by the Spirit. To fulfill your destiny, causing all things, this is the praying in the spirit now, to work together for your good. Some Romans 8:10. You know, and if, if you, and if Christ being you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. If the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwelling, he that raised of Christ from the dead shall also give life to your mortal bodies by spirit that dwelleth you. Therefore, brethren, we are not debtors. To live after the flesh. For if you live after the flesh, you will die. Oh. It can cut your life short. But if ye through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Romans 8.26 Likewise, the Spirit helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, that he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know all things work together. All that is part of long life. This is like following a navigator, like Google Maps. In order for you to use a navigator properly, you need it to be plugged in. If the phone loses charge, you can't use it. 
So you need to be connected to the power source. That's life of God, prayer. In, as you move with the navigator, sometimes you may miss a turn. It will, it will reprogram you. But you want to avoid missing turns. The reason is that every time it reprograms, you lose time. Mm. And you don't want to do that. And in life, that's, you know, with a car. But in life, one turn may mean a five-year reroute. It's too expensive. So you want to avoid that. Stand to your feet. I'm done. Almost. How many people believe that this message was important enough to keep you here this long? How many want to live long? You're not going to die this 2023. You know, Satan is always, he's always intimidating Christians. Especially Christians who don't know the Bible enough. You come and whisper to your head. Mm. Mm. This year, you will see. He's done that to me so many times. I laugh at him. But when he first did it, you know, it wasn't funny. He said, you, you, you. You want to go to Nigeria? I was in England. He said, remember Stephen? He said, remember? You know, the guy knows the Bible. The devil knows the Bible better than you. He said, Stephen, with all his uh, talk, talk, he said, he stoned him. He said, you will see. Go to Nigeria. I will finish you. And true to his word, Within three months, I was in Nigeria. A trailer almost smashed me on the Volkswagen my mom just bought for me. It was on Sher Sheraton, that road in Ikeja. I will never forget it. The Holy Ghost just said, step aside. I step aside. That trailer go, wham! You know, a young boy, I was 20, 21. You're afraid. But I made up my mind, though. Live or die, I'm going to serve God. That's the mentality we Christians need to. In this life, we have hope in Christ. We are of all men most miserable. And God help me. And here I am today. You've been telling me that for many. You will, you will live. You will be here in 2024. In this same service. And say it boldly to the devil. Don't be afraid. You know, many of us are, say it. I will live. I will not die. I will live long and fulfill my destiny and carry the glory of God. I will honor my father and my mother. I will keep the commandment of love. I will pray in tongues effectually, fervently, sufficiently. I will live. I will not die. Give yourselves a super clap offering. You will live. Don't mind him. The power of your life is not in his hand. If you fulfill God's conditions, God will protect you. And he will see to it, you make it. And you will live as long as you want. There's no sort of thing that there's a date that is fixed. It's not true. You and God will decide. If the rapture hasn't yet happened and you feel you have finished your course maybe because you are in your 90s or 100 or 110 
and you say, well, Lord, you know, I've done all the things I want to do and, you know, and you are satisfied with it and all of that. Say, okay, God, I want to come home now. You go. As a personal thing between you and God. But if you're young on the younger side like us, I'm only in my 60s and I expect Jesus to come in 20 to 30 years. So by the time Jesus comes, I'll probably be in my 80s or my 90s. I certainly intend to be alive. I do not think I am going to go to heaven through the grave. I'm going through the sky. And I'm inviting you to join me. Hallelujah! There's a generation of us that will not see death. For we shall not all sleep. But we shall all be changed in the twinkling of an eye. Glory be to God. So there is, there is a company of Christians that is destined not to sleep. And we are that generation. But these are the conditions. It's not automatic. So those of you who have been dishonoring your pastor, dishonoring, he said, despise not your mother when she's old. Do you know there are people because their parents maybe they are old now they don't have too much money and they kind of they just treat them anyhow one of the things i was so glad that god helped mommy sarah and i give my wife a super clap offering because of her leg you know that's why she couldn't come and i told her to rest she said oh you know she might stay home stay at home and rest you know the wonderful woman you know my my wife treated my mother like her mother and looked after her. Really looked after her. And I'm so grateful. And you know, my wife and I were saying this time when we buried her, you know, you know, one of the things that people in the family and everybody, it was not when she now died we spent money. It's when they are alive you spend the money. You also spend it when they die. That's why I joined, you know, <laughs> but when they are alive, that's the time to look after them. Make sure they are comfortable. See to their needs and all of that. It's very important. Many people, they neglect their parents, push them to one side, you know, because they want to enjoy their own life. Don't look after your parents. Then when they die, now make a show. The person is dead, you know, you're making a show for who? Honor your father. Let us pray. It's time to close this service. Otherwise, you won't go home today. It, how many people agree that this is a very important message? And the first day of the year. There are many who have been, Satan has been planning to kill you. Psalm 102. But we broke it this afternoon. And those of you who are watching on TV too, on YouTube or, or Facebook, we broke that thing today. You will not die. And tell him to his face. Tell Satan to his face. And don't be afraid. Say, I will honor my father and my mother. I will keep the commandment of love. I will pray in the spirit. I will live 
and I will not die or be. <laughs> yes, that's how to deal with Satan. <laughs> I, I haven't said that in ages. God said, do that to him. We can't do anything to you. Eh? I have a great love for him. The spoiler of principalities and powers. The possessor of the keys of death and hell. What can he do? The only thing he can do is when I let him. By not keeping the commandments. But if I keep the commandments, there's nothing he can do. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious, transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources, including books, sermons, prophecies, and articles available on our website, sbcconline.org. Thank you, and God bless you.